for the Interrobank and Gracia Espinosa. And welcome to this episode on the Red Couch podcast, Justin Kohler, news anchor and multimedia journalist of NC College Radio and Heart FM. Hi, Justin. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Finally, we are together. It's so weird being on this end of it. I'm never used to it. I'm so used to coming in with the intro and, uh, and doing that front. It's weird to just be a participant kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know early on in the in the semester you were basically like, okay, cool, Justin. As long as you're on for this episode, I have to get you on for this. I I press <laughs> until the last moment, eh, Justin. The last episode, you and me. So before our Christmas edition, I would like to know how was the Red Couch podcast this semester, this first semester. It was good. I uh, had a lot, of, a lot of cool people on to talk with. Uh, it was the, the first time really doing the podcast, like kind of just became really busy. Uh, balancing this with a lot of the school and the other jobs kind of became a lot. Uh, but no matter what, it was still always tons of fun. And I love talking with everybody and got to talk with kind of different subjects with everybody too, which I love. I'm sure you have kind of the same similar experience with how your year went so far. Yeah, but... I'm lucky because I don't have to do the balance with the academic life. So in my case, this is my full-time job. So totally fair, totally fair. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's tons of fun. I just like talking to people, so a lot of it's just really, really easy work. I love it. And you have ideas for the next semester? You can tell us a few topics or few guests that you thought for. Oh, I can't give away too, too many spoilers. I want to leave a lot of those for surprises. I mean, to be completely honest, I'm more looking forward to having a little break in between having to think about some podcast episodes and to just kind of be able to clear my head for a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't uh, gone too, too far ahead with guest planning yet, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> Sound good. Sounds good. So I hope um, the next year you, you provide me more guests, more... More information, more more stories at the end for the podcast. Just more in Terrorbang in general. It'll be great. Looking forward to it. So now is the Christmas edition of this podcast. So I would like to highlight a few events that I think all the students can do because most of them are free or not very expensive. So, for example, one of the activities that I did last year, it was outdoor skating. It's in Victoria Park, and I remember it was like five, six dollars, but you can uh, skate skating all the evening, well, of course, until the, the end of the day. But it was very cold, I mean, it was very cool and cold, but I have to be honest, I was afraid because I expected like a fence. So <laughs> not too much in the way of protection there for the Victoria Park one in particular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, people look so professional. <laughs> oh, it's it's those people who just kind of make it worse for everybody else. The ones who go up and just are can skate backwards and do almost little tricks. Meanwhile, everybody else is just trying to stay upright and not fall over at those ones. So uh, but it's tons of fun. I've done uh, the Victoria Park one's kind of a staple for the city at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'll also do one over in Storybook Gardens. They'll have almost more of a trail one that they'll do through their kind of park, which is kind of fun, a bit less risk of running into people, I find, with that one as well, because it's like a whole little track that you go through. Wow. But uh, both are uh, both are tons of fun for skating. 
I don't know if you had the opportunity to to stay in the um, inauguration of the light lightning. What is the name? Yeah, the lighting of the lights. Yeah, yeah I actually did an interview. Uh, it was last Friday. So yes. So I talked with the the city event coordinator uh, with the city of London and talked about that event and the, all the planning that they were doing for that. And it was really, really cool. Uh, but then he also brought up a few of the other events that now kind of get kickstarted because the lights are now lit. So that's where now they offer that observation deck from City Hall where you can actually go through and see the whole of Victoria Park there, which is really cool. Um, and then they talked to, I know we talked a bit more about the, the Holly Jolly Market, which is that one in... Yeah, I don't know if you like the traditional markets in Christmas, but it's one of my favorite activities on Christmas. I love it. I live, I specifically got the place that I live at now because it's close to downtown so that I can have more easy access to little events and things like that market. Yeah. And, uh... I love the holidays in general, so I'll always find any excuse to go downtown to enjoy a, a little a little Christmas spirit. So mm -hmm. we have the Holy Jolly Market uh, at the Covent Market, and the other one, the Forty Second London Christmas Croft Festival, which will be cool. Get lots of little cool stuff that you can end up getting in there. Information, of course, in www.landontourism.ca. If someone wants to know more information about these markers and the dates. Um, of course, another activity that you mentioned, it was the City Hall Observation Deck, that there are specific days, so please, attention, <laughs> don't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, one of the activities that last year I saw, but I couldn't go, it was the Eldon Houses Victorian Christmas. I don't know if you love um, history, but... I do, and that the Eldon House has become one of the the kind of big, like you mentioned, like historical sites for the city. So there's there's events they do all year round at Eldon House, and with that, of course, they'll do some some holiday festive ones there as well. One of my classmates, uh, I mean, one of his videos for uh, the program was related to the Victorian Christmas uh, at the Eldon Houses. And for me, it was so cool, so beautiful that I was like, I, I feel bad that I missed this uh, activity. Um, well, it's on the, on December first until, if I am not wrong, until January first, so people can go and visit. Um, but if they want more information, it will be on www.eldonhouse.ca. So if someone wants and the cost by donation. So we have activities for all kind of students. Uh, yeah, if you prefer to be outside or indoor, we have a lot of things. And other activity that I would like to highlight is, I have you been in, in Fan Show Pioneer Village? I, ha I haven't in years, but I've been to the Pioneer Village a whole ton because I was born and raised in London, so I've had a lot of like school trips to the Pioneer Village. They have a traditional market too. Ah, there we go. Yeah. It's a really, really fun spot, the Pioneer Village. It's lovely. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, that's the most interesting activities that I found because, unfortunately, the London Santa Claus Parade was 
on November, so... <laughs> Which are still... Oh, I love Santa Claus parades. I feel like they're getting a little smaller each year, depending on the ones you go for. But uh, back in high school, I was in my high school's drumline. So we went out and covered tons of, of Santa Claus parades. I think there was a, the course of a few weeks one year where I think we ended up doing seven or eight in total for all across southwestern Ontario. And by the last one, my hands were frozen. I'd broken about five or six actual like drum mallets just from them shattering on the boards from what we were playing. Uh, and the amount of hot chocolate that I had throughout the course of those few weeks was borderline unhealthy, but, <laughs> but it was tons of fun. I loved it. Do you know one of the most shocking things that I, for me, related to the Santa's, Santa Claus Parade you can see Santa Claus before December 25th. For me, it's weird because, <laughs> no, no, but I'm going to explain you because we have not the Santa Claus parade because in my country we have the three wise men and the parade of the three wise men, it's the same night that they are going to your house to give your present. So for me, it's weird that people can see Santa Claus before December 25th, but I think it's so sweet because um, child can give the letter with all the gifts and they can see how, you know, Santa Claus goes to London, to Woodstock, to Toronto, and I think it's so cool that... Yeah, well, and I know all the shopping malls and all that too will still have the little Santa villages set up kind of in the, the middle of the malls to still, yeah, do the same thing, little photo ops with kids and like giving lists and all that. It's a whole fun little experience for the holidays. Because, um, well, um, Justin, I want to know if you wanted to send your Santa's letter, then the elf received your letter and Santa's read the letter from the elves. I think so, right? I think that's the standard, the standard process. Yeah, the standard process. Okay. Yeah. In my country is more or less the same. So, but we, I mean, of course we don't have elves. We have like post male men. Okay. Yeah. Special for the three wise men. And that's the people that I see before the Three Wise Men Parade. So for me, until the January 5th, important, not December 25th, not December 26th, I had to wait until January to receive all the gifts. Ah, well, and that's just how, how some, some holiday traditions are. And also, I kind of just almost appreciate those a bit more because everything kind of ramps up until the classic uh, here in North America, the, the January or December 25th that day. Then they all kind of ease up. So having kind of holiday traditions after that point almost make it a little bit easier to plan and get ready for as well, which is kind of nice. Well, right now, if you go to my country, of course, um, people know who is Santa, but well, in my country, we say Papa Noel. Papa Noel. Yeah, because it's a translation of Père Noel. Mm -hmm. So literally Christmas father, but you know, the translation in Spanish, it, it comes from French, so that's why it's Papa Noel and not Santa Claus. Yeah, well, and I, I love hearing the emphasis on the, the three wise men as well, because they're still heavily integrated in um, things like like Christian and uh, and other religions, still integrated in the story. But the, of course, the main focus is still a lot on like Santa Claus and the commercial side of it. But it's, so it's cool hearing that the three wise men kind of have that role of, of, of Santa in a way in, in some other countries. It's really cool to hear. I thought Canada 
will have the three wise men because when you read, mm, you know, traditions and the history of Canada and you see that the main religion is of uh, Catholic, I expected in Canada I will see the three wise men, but no. Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, no, Santa Santa gets around. He's he's everywhere. You'll still mostly just see the three wise men on like church displays and little nativity scenes and all that sort of thing. So they still are there, but not definitely not quite as prevalent. And I asked to people from South America, for example, they celebrate December 25th, but they don't have Santa Claus. They have Jesus baby, Jesus child, and Jesus is the person uh, who is going to give the presents to all the children in, in South America. So I think it's cute. <laughs> I love all the little differences. It's really cool to compare. Um, I don't know if all the tradition that you have on Christmas is going to the cinema or the theater or... I'm big into movies in general, and I my first job that I ever had was working at a movie theater. Um, so I know just how integrated people's holiday tra traditions are with the movie theaters and going out to the movies. Usually, I, I already on a regular basis go out to the movie theater all the time anyway. Um, so I usually end up going a few times in December. So it's not quite as tied in with, with Christmas or the holiday season for me, but it's a great time of year for a movie. I, for me, it's one of my favorite activity on Christmas. Oh, I love it. I, I, I'm one of my hobbies, of course, is going to the cinema, but on Christmas, mandatory. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know if you, I mean, you know what kind of movie people can watch right now on the cinema? I don't know if you know something or... I'll usually end up, because usually around this time... Or you prefer to stay at home. I'll do that. Usually they'll play kind of throwback movies. So I think it was either last year or the year before I actually went because they played Die Hard at, uh, at the movie theater for the holidays. And I'm on the camp that Die Hard's a Christmas movie because it is. Um, but I'll usually go back when they do the throwback movies during the holidays over newer ones that come out. But I just, I, I'm big into the classics myself. One of the movies that I want to watch is Wish, the last movie of Disney. And it this movie um, is from the same creators of Frozen, I mean the same authors. So I really want to watch this movie because this movie, I mean all the inspiration was from my country, from Spain. Oh, yeah, so in theory the main character and the architecture is from my country, specifically from the south of Spain, Granada. Yeah, so I, I really, really want to watch the, this movie, but I didn't see, I didn't read good reviews. I am a little scared. I've heard similar things for the past couple kind of Disney movies that have been releasing. So, But I mean, having that personal connection could really kind of change how you see the movie compared to how other people see it. So and This movie is a commemoration of the 100... Oh, Disney's 150, yeah. or 100, yeah. Uh, well, right now it's on cinema, so... If any students wants want to watch it, now it's possible. And the other movie is Napoleon. How do you say in in, in English Napoleon? Napoleon, yes, Napoleon. indeed. <laughs> because for me, it's Napoleon. So that's why I have to change my mind. And I'm curious because the director is Riddle Scott, and Napoleon in, is. So that's a Joaquin Phoenix, I believe, is Joaquin playing Napoleon. Phoenix. Yeah. That's why. 
I have good vibes with this movie. <laughs> I'm excited. I like Ridley Scott movies. Um, one of his ones that he did called The Martian, which had uh, Matt Damon, uh, is is still one of my favorite movies. And of course, he did Gladiator and ones like that. So a good a good uh, a good rep of movies from Ridley Scott. So I'm 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 excited for it. Oh, and I have to mention Alien. Aliens in there too. I forgot he did that one as well. Wow, isn't that a Christmas movie? But Not quite a Christmas movie, but <laughs> <laughs> but I I love I love that Aliens. Oh. He does some good ones. Alien. Is, I think it's one of my favorite sci-fi movies. Oh, 100%. Sigourney Weaver did a spectacular job, and the practical effects that they use in the original Alien is, is just amazing. Good scares. I love it. And the other movie that it's funny because now I think it's um, right now in theaters and in cinemas. Well, in cinemas, almost. <laughs> the movie Wonka. Yes. Yes, indeed. That's uh, the Tim Timothy Chalamet, I think, is the lead for that one, yeah? I want to watch this movie. It's going to be on December 15th, so people must wait. But I think it's in the London Theatre, the musical. Okay, yep. So the, is the, the Charlie's... Ch yeah, they're, playing, they're doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at yeah. the Grand Theatre right now, and I've heard that one's really... But this movie is about the story that how Wonka started in the, you know before the chocolate fa factory. Yeah, so it's a bit of a prequel to those ones. Prequel, that's it. So I am interested to know how they decided to to create this story, the biography of Willy Wonka. Yeah, I'm very curious about this. I think this one will be a surprisingly popular one this holiday season just because of it naturally will cater to kids. It's going to be one of the big ones that's not a Disney movie coming out during the holiday season. And like I said, a lot of people go to the movies during the holidays, so I think it'll get a good amount of traction this year. When I was a child, I read the... Charlie Chocolate Factory? Yeah, I think, is it, yeah, was it originally called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the, Cho Cho and the Chocolate Factory? I don't know which one. It's one of them. But yeah, the original book by, I think it was Roald Dahl. Because I read it in Spanish, that's why I know the title, the translation in my country, but I read that book when I was a child and it was one of my favorite moves. And when I watched the movie, it, it was a fantasy. Oh, it's so cute. And I, I mean, nothing will beat the, the movie with Gene Wilder just because I adore him as an actor. You're talking about the, the 70s version? Exactly, yes. That one's just a classic and so wholesome. And then they can also get surprisingly dark if you remember the, the scene with the boat and that whole sequence. But uh, there's just something about Wonka and that whole story in general that really captivates people. People remember the last version with uh, Johnny Depp? Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. So, but but I prefer the the 70s version because for me um, it's more accurate to the real story. Yes, oh, 100%. Yeah. That's why I prefer the 70s version. Um, I don't know if you like superheroes. I do indeed. I've been watching less and less superhero movies as of late, but yes, I am a big old nerd, so I do indeed love superheroes. <laughs> So on December, December 20th, we have the second movie of Aquaman. Mm -hmm. The title is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I love the first one. I so I have high expectation, high, 
high standards for this second movie of Aquaman. I think it'll be good. I still haven't seen the first. I've seen more Aquaman in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League than I have the actual Aquaman movies. So I haven't seen it yet. So I'll have to go and watch that one before going out to see the new one. So. Because you prefer Marvel superheroes or what? It's, oh, I'm complex. I think I like DC comic books, but I prefer Marvel movies. Just with how they're made and how they're structured, I think a little bit, which can get a little bit of flack in the kind of nerd community, but depends on who you talk to. I totally agree. I prefer reading uh, comics from DC than Marvels, but the movies are better, the movies of Marvel. But this last one, the Marvels, Mm. I heard it was all right. I heard it was all right, but their last few across the board have not been spectacular. Uh, things like what Thor: Love and Thunder was not great. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man: Quantum Mania not great. Uh... <laughs> but I have good news. I saw the trailer of the Iron Man Fourth. It's official. Iron Man Fourth and Robert Downey Jr. What is going to be? in the last movie no way I w it's official because i watched it and let me let me tell you i watched it in this official website imdb i am it's on imdb and they have a full trailer i watched i don't know if the trailer is is real i have to be honest but the the news the news about the uh, the iron man 4 is real i mean it's real if it is Super cool. I I'll have to I have to take a look at that just to make sure. But if it is, that's super cool. <laughs> but I am afraid because I don't know if they are, if they're going to do the same like Alien Three. I mean, no, sorry, Alien Four, the resurrection of oh yeah. But the same the resurrect the resurrection of of what of what Tony Stark. A spoiler, <laughs> Iron Man died in the last. Well, there's a lot that they can do with the multiverse, and they've really been leaning into that end. But, but I don't know. I think I think they're still trying to figure out what they're going to be doing with Kang and that whole storyline, because I think they're trying to maybe pivot over to Doctor Doom or something like that, because they're still figuring out who they want their big villain to be. It's a good hypothesis that in another multiverse, Iron Man is alive. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, well, my last suggestion of movies for Christmas is Ferrari Ferrari on December 25th and it's about the life of Enzo Ferrari the Italian automaker and it's a biography about his life how he created the company and, and the star is Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari and I love this actor love Adam Driver this will be one that uh, Mia Rosawain, who I had on the podcast a couple weeks ago, would really like because she watches a ton of F1 and cheers for Ferrari, even though I, I really bash her about it. Um, but I, before coming into school here, I was big in the automotive industry, so I know a lot about Ferrari. I'm big into car movies in general. I love your background. <laughs> I, I, it's just it's surprisingly all over the place, my background. Uh, and so if it's anything like Ford versus Ferrari when that movie came out, because that one is spectacular. Um, with Christian Bale and, again, Matt Damon. Um, if it's anything even in that general realm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's the second time that he's going to do a role as Italian, I mean, a Italian f famous personality because he participated in the movie of Gucci. Yes, indeed. Yeah, House, I think it was House of Gucci, I yeah, think that one. Gucci, so it's going to be the second time that, you know, he decided to play a, 
uh, a role of an important person from Italy. So well, he's great. Just a lot of people know him from Star Wars and from the the sequel trilogies. But when you actually look at some of his other work and some of the other movies he does, he's just a really well-versed actor and with a really, really wide range. So I think he'll do a really, really good job as Enzo Ferrari. Um, that's my suggestion for the theater and the cinema. So the movie theaters are great. Get some popcorn, lay back for an afternoon, watch a good movie. Good way to spend the holidays. We talk about the activities, so traditions. I think we, we did a very good job for our Christmas edition. Yeah, there we go. Talked about a good amount of holiday stuff there, so I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Justin. Oh, thank you for having me on. It's uh, Like I said, it's nice to, to be on the other side of it for the podcast, not hosting, but just kind of be able to talk for 20 minutes. I love it. <laughs> now, in your next podcast, it should be my... I have to do it the other way around. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Oh, we'll make that happen for sure. We'll pencil that in at some point. <laughs> and thank you for listening to another episode of the Red Couch Podcast. You can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcast. Apple Music. Um... Uh, Google, Spotify, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts anyways. Watch full episodes on our YouTube channel and subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with Fan Show. For the interval, I'm Gracias Pinoza. And I'm Justin Kohler. 